everybody. Welcome to the Phases Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. You know, and after looking at the August jobs report, couldn't help but get a little bit of a sense of deja vu. Remember a few months back when forecasters basically had their worst missed ever in terms of projecting non-farm payrolls? Well, this latest miss, you know, maybe you could say it gets the silver medal. And it brought to mind for me the classic get smart quote, missed it by that much. So for the record, total non-farm payrolls rose 235,000 in August. And that compared to a consensus forecast of about 733,000. So if you're keeping track, that's about a half a million workers off. And as the we saw with the April miss with the jobs report, which by the way, that was about three quarters of a million. I really don't think this is representative of a renewed trend towards deceleration. And it also underscores how COVID can wreak havoc trying to project economic data, both, you know, when we were at the height of things back in 2020 and and seeing the recovery now. And, you know, as we've seen in, in various consumer confidence surveys, it looks as if the Delta variant is finally making its impact felt on some of the already released economic reports for August. And hopefully this is just going to prove to be a temporary hurdle, a temporary development. And perhaps the best case in point on that front is to look at the leisure and hospitality component. You know, arguably, this is the grouping that has been most impacted by COVID on both ends of the spectrum when we were seeing job losses and then we were seeing job gains. And this sector was unchanged last month after posting an average monthly gain of over 400,000 during the June and July period. You know, and when you look at the jobs numbers more closely, I think some perspective is also needed. You know, for example, the prior two months increases were revised upward. And now when you put it together, monthly gains there are monthly increases of over one million workers. So in other words, the August disappointment is coming off of an incredibly solid performance earlier in the summer and late spring. And you throw on top of that, the unemployment rate continued to drop, falling two percentage points or 0.2 percentage points to 5.2%. And there's the alternate measure, civilian employment actually rose 509,000. So let's turn our attention real quickly. You know how I've been talking about uh, wages. Let's keep your eye on wage trends. Well, average hourly earnings did not disappoint. It actually was a little bit better than expected, posted a year-over-year gain of 4.3%, and that's on top of July's upwardly revised figure of plus 4.1%. And this elevated trend was relatively broad-based, and you know we're going to need to monitor this very closely as the ongoing inflation debate continues. And in our opinion, we think this is going to play out and prove that inflation is not going to be a transitory development. So, you know, you look at the August employment report and if you had said, hey, we're going to miss on non-farm payrolls by a half a million workers, you'd say, well, I guess the Treasury market's going to rally on this, right? Well, not so fast. You did see a knee-jerk positive reaction, but you know, the 10-year yield actually rose about five basis points to 1.33% as we were going into Friday afternoon's trading. And from a technical perspective, if you were to look at the one-year Fibonacci analysis for the Treasury 10-year, that 133 level, that's pretty much the next retracement level to the upside. So, you know, if you're thinking a close above that could open the door 
for what the potential next dot would be of about one and a half percent. And the 10 year Treasury yield has not been at one and a half percent on a sustained basis anyway in about three months. So finally, that leaves the Fed. Remember, we have a meeting coming up later this month on the 22nd. Now, I don't think this payroll disappointment really stops the Fed from tapering later this year. But you are, you know, arguably, you're going to need to see some rebound in job creation in upcoming reports if you want to keep this timeline on track. You know, I mean, you have to remember from here on out, the policymakers are emphasizing their maximum employment goal when making future policy decisions. But after September, remember, you next meeting will be in November. So, you know, you kind of have a countdown of how many jobs reports there are going to be in between meetings. And that's going to play, I think, a pretty important role, not only on that, but any future talk about when and or if a rate hike could be coming. Maybe by the end of next year, we'll wait and see on that. So that's it from here. I just wanted to give you kind of a, a nice summary here coming off of the Labor Day weekend in case you weren't paying that much attention with the jobs reports, because certainly there's a lot of headlines out there on a variety of different fronts. But from an economic, from a bond market perspective, I think that's a wrap from here. So hope everyone's doing well and have a great, great rest of the week. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.